right, everyone, welcome to the Mental Verse with Sunny and Vic. We decided after some long deliberation to give us uh, a bit of a name change for the podcast since a lot of the conversations were leaning more towards mental health. So we went on and did a bit of a name change. So no more multiverse, just the mental verse, working with the minds, talking about minds, anything that has to do with mental well-being we are going to cover. How you yep. doing, Sonny? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. That workout that we got in, that really opened my mind up right now. I'm feeling uh, pumped up and kind of uh, sore. Yeah, good. I have a good mix of both. Good. Which I haven't gotten in a while, and I think uh, it's kind of just a good uh, segue to this first uh, kind of new podcast name and kind of just starting this part over, just because it's been a while since we did this. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we got busy, now winter's kicking in, and I think this workout is like uh, just a new beginning kind of thing for us, and hopefully this journey just keeps continuing and yeah. just getting better and better. Yeah, evolving and kind of sharpening, because I know from when we started uh, the Multiverse podcast, I knew that I wanted to lean in on mental health because of my work in mental health, and so when we started uh, to do it, obviously, I would just be talking about mental health. And then, yeah, you're right, summer came, and then we got kind of busy. But also, there was that kind of evolution of the podcast happening in the background, because it's kind of like when you're shaping clay, you're molding it, and it takes a little time to find the shape that you're happy and content with. So we're getting very close, I think, with that through trial and error. And from the feedback I've been getting from friends and even random people that I meet that I didn't even, wouldn't even think listen to the podcast because I'm not aware of how many streams yeah. I don't look at <laughs> I don't look at I don't look at all all the metrics that you yeah. have access to so I'm like how, where did you even hear it from and yeah. like they, they and I don't know you have it like on you're putting it on Apple you put yeah. it on YouTube like you put it everywhere you're just littering everywhere the, the, the interweb <laughs> with with our voices so good job Sonny uh, so when people started to reach out to me it was really inspiring especially the younger guys the younger guys coming up to me, talking to me, tell me that they really were resonating with what I was saying. Uh, and that honestly was also a big boost for me because then I was, you know, I'm obviously, I never really wanted to come on here to do it for myself. I think I'd run out of things to say if it was just the Vic show. Yeah. <laughs> Even for myself, by ourselves, it's just hard. Like, how many times can we talk about so many things with our personal selves? Sometimes you just need even a word comes out of somebody else and you like your mind thinks of that same thing that you might've said just a totally different way. Yeah. And you play off each other, you play off each other's words and kind of yeah. stories and whatnot. So it's hard doing it by like, I've listened to podcasts where people do it themselves. And after the second or third episode, you're like, what the fuck is it? Where did this person take you? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> some people can do it really well, but honestly for me, though, not just doing it by yourself, but just getting inspired by people who are listening. Because for me, I understand the the reach that podcasts have and the ability it has to broadcast a very diverse and multifaceted message around mental health because it does take a lot of different unique voices backgrounds stories uh all coming together to be able to mesh in our culture to help raise the morale around mental health and empower people to want to take action to better their mental well-being and so uh doing it if i were to do it by myself even without you um i i would lose steam even with you i would lose steam 
but until when I started hearing feedback, that's what really motivated me because it's, it's different when I'm doing events, when I'm public speaking, I have all the people to feed off. I got their energy to feed off. So I'm, I don't need to think I'm just on yeah. when I'm teaching yoga, I feed off their energy. When I'm coaching one-on-one, I'm feeding off their energy. But you put me in front of a microphone and it's just, I'm alone. It takes a little getting used to. Yeah. It takes a little getting used to. Like, I'm, I'm not reaching people now. I'm not connecting with them now. I'm not yeah. able to feed off their vibe, their energy now. But the feedback, now knowing having gotten some, I know I can look forward to that and anticipate that that's what's going to fuel me to propel me to keep doing these podcasts so i'm glad yeah we narrowed it down to the mental verse because we're on a mission man this yeah. is a mission this is like an all hands on deck and you said that you were happy that we started off today with the workout and even when we had started the multiverse podcast i told you that we're going to train together we have to be in alignment with the things that we're talking about preaching about we have to be the ones that are embodying it doing it rather than coming on here like i think you know we have a lot of that already where people are already telling you what to do to better your mental and emotional well-being but i think we're getting to a point in time where people want to just they want to connect with people who embody what they're talking about yeah they want people who are walking the walk rather than people who are just talking about it it's very i don't know about you but for me i i can i can see through all of that you know i can see through the semantics the the kind of personas that people put up the the brands that they're selling about being in mental health i'm not a brand this isn't a brand this is a, a broadcast podcast for the people yeah that's what it is because we have we have our own stories. We're getting older. We realize the culture is in a decline. It's apparent. You don't have to look very far. Just walk to into a grocery store. Try looking people in the eyes. And you will start to notice the hope dwindling from their eyes. The vacancy in their eyes. There is. The lights are on, but nobody's home, so to speak. So, yeah, we're in a... We're in we're in a collective depression, if you will, yep. with the, with with the economy the way it is, what happened with COVID, what ha- what's happening all over the world, with politics, and let alone what everybody else has going on with their own personal lives. It is not a, it's not a climate that's uh, favorable for uh, a happy, healthy community. Yeah. And I think, uh, just kind of adding to that, like changing the name to mental verse or adding that on, that was kind of original idea. I think the idea behind it is, uh, you know, the multiverse is obviously different facets of life and stuff. And we don't kind of think of right when you hear that, you don't think of that part of it, the mental, the mental side of it, the mental aspect. And I think people might hear mental verse and they're thinking, okay, that's like a mind thing, right? It's not all, it's not just that. Because it starts with the mind, but the body and soul are so much a part of that. So I think that's why we wanted to kind of do this rebranding, talk about just overall kind of health, different kind of things and aspects of life and experiences that we have. But it starts with the mind and that continues on to the body and the soul, which are kind of a part of that too. 
And I think people knowing that, you know, okay, it's going to be called the mental verse and everything starts with the mind. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. You got to be able to get over some things and get past some things mentally to be able to have, you know, your body and spirit and all that other stuff like aligned with your mind. Because if it's not there in your mind, you're not, your body's not in sync, you know, your spirit's not in sync, your soul, everything's kind of just all over the place. So it starts with the mind and you can break or make whatever you're doing with that mind. So I think it's good that people see that mental verse side and how big of a universe there is related to the mental capacity of people because it's a crazy time. And you just said it, like there's so many things happening. We're going through, you know, economically, politically, just over, overall in the world with all these wars and what the hell's going on and people like kind of losing sympathy and kind of just getting used to this stuff happening on a normal basis that sometimes you think people are out of touch, you know, you'll hear a story and they'll just jump on it and not really know the background of what the fuck it is and did any research. So there's a lot of shit that goes on and sometimes it's good. Like we're two young kind of mid young guys, still pretty young in our lives that we can still pass on knowledge to, you know, younger people coming up to you that kind of want to hear more that have maybe some kind of similarities that they had in their life and they just need to hear it. It's hearing things, you know, by like how you just said, sometimes on a podcast, if you're by yourself, we might not say some of the things that we could think of by having somebody else. And that could mean so much for just somebody else listening, right? Like it's the little things that people take away from podcasts. Like how many podcasts I listen to, it's like, I'll listen to maybe a two, three, four hour podcast. And out of the whole podcast, I took one thing away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. You do. Cause we're not going to be able to condense all that. It's part, part entertainment. You enjoy listening. Yeah. You enjoy listening to the back and forth. Yeah. Then there is some valuable information on there that keep you engaged in whatever the topic is too. So if you are, whether you are working mental health, whether you are uh, running your own business, whether you are an athlete, whether you are a parent, whether you're a student, it really doesn't matter who you are. I know for me, mental health is for everybody. And it isn't just something. So even when, you know, we took this break, I was thinking about mental health. It really shouldn't be called mental health. We really should get away from just calling it yeah. mental health. Mental health this, mental health that. It's just your well-being. Like you said, everything is interconnected. The mind, the body, the spirit, they are one. The mind and the body are no different. We, The body is what stores emotional wounds, your trauma, if you will. So why is it just called mental health? Yeah. Why isn't it called well-being so that it can stop confusing people who separate the two? Yeah. Right. And it's just like people are amazed. They're like, oh, I went for, I, I got a workout. Like, you got to, we, we went hard today in the yeah. gym. We could talk about that in a yeah. bit, but like, we went hard. And obviously, you were able to get your own chemical factory inside of you working the dopamine, the serotonin, everything is just regular. Yeah. You got your own chemicals being produced. Yeah. Because of the effort that you're putting in in the gym. So, um, but that's a, that's a total body experience. You add a little music. I mean, you didn't have your headphones yeah. today, trooper. I was trying to listen to whatever they were <laughs> yeah. kind of playing and get the yeah. words in, but sometimes you need that pump, like that right track comes on or yeah. they're just saying the right stuff in the music that gives you, because I can look at you and I saw the headphones in, when you're doing the workout, you're zoned in. Zoned Whereas in. for me, sometimes when I'm doing the workout, I'm kind of like looking around where it zones you kind of in the music. That's yeah. all it's really for. Yeah. And even, even when I'm listening to music, so it's like mind, body, but also like it's a spiritual thing. Like I'm connected yeah. to something else. Like yep. I feel something more than my own life and it just broadens my mind in, in, in ways and opens me up that I wouldn't have been open up to 
you know, um, when you had messaged, uh, you want to go to work out today? I was excited. I'm like, good. I'm going to put this guy through the gauntlet. Yeah. I'm like, I want you to train with me so that we are in, in doing this together, but like vibrating at the same frequency, yeah. so to speak. Cause if it's, I'm putting in all this work, it's not because I'm doing this. It's like my lifestyle now. Yeah. It's, it's, this is who I am. This is, this isn't because I'm working on bettering my mental health. It's like, no, I don't think about it. I'm just doing, doing it, it. Right. And I think that's another thing too, why I wanted to stop using the term mental health. It's like people get so confused as to what to do. You know, it's like the thing I was telling you about when we grabbed our subs after a workout, the, the Christmas tree effect, like you yeah. can, you can put so much, so many ornaments on the Christmas tree, but when does it end? Yeah. When does it stop? Yeah. When do you, when does it become too much? Right. Where you don't even see all the ornaments you're going to have to look. I've seen some trees where it's just like, you're going to need to spend a day <laughs> inspecting this tree to see all the different ornaments yeah. on there. Right. Where it's just like, sometimes less is more. more. Yeah. So really starting to take a look at mental you know, in modern, uh, modern mental health, if you will, still using that term because it is what people, um, will resonate with and understand for now, at least. Yeah, that's true. But when you take a look at mental health, uh, mainstream mental health and even unconventional mental health, it is so broad. Do you know, like there are, like, if you were to go look online and take a look at all the different, let's say, uh, uh, Western uh, psychological practices, methods, techniques, tools, different types of therapies from the CBT to the EMDR to the art therapy to all these different types. There's so many. So where do you even begin? Yeah. How do you how do you how do you even begin? Because then now what you're doing is it's like so people are just so overwhelmed they don't even know where to start. And they always have that FOMO, like, what if I'm doing the wrong thing? Yeah. And now, now they're paralyzed from even trying because they don't even want to. It's just so much. Yeah. And I think you, like that word, like mental health, it almost feels like it's become a negative thing. It like is. they look at mental it health is. and it's like, a, like if that's a bad thing. I think that word, honestly, we need to add a new word to the dictionary. That means not just mental, the mental, like mental the wealth. mind. Yeah. It's mental wealth. That's yeah. why I started mental wealth. Yeah. I'm like, we're enriching minds. I literally had somebody come to my yoga class and I teach admission and I called the class I do 75 minutes and it's called mental wealth yoga. Yeah. It's mental wealth yeah. yoga because I use tools. I use, I use psychological tools. We work, we do ocular exercises. We were, I, I take some tools from neuroscience. I use yoga. I throw everything but the kitchen sink yeah. at my practice yeah. to try to give everybody uh, a wide variety of tools that they can choose from experience so that they can take something home that vibes with them. Yep. And so I remember one student, this was just uh, a couple of weeks ago, she came in and she left uh, 15 minutes of closing cause she, and she told the front desk she was nervous for like the mental health portion of the class because she didn't know what was going to yeah. happen. Was, like, everybody's nervous. Yeah. Right? Because again, you're right. We we look at it and it is, there is a negative connotation attached to it that if you talk about mental health, something is wrong. Yeah. The stigma, yeah. right? So if you talk about mental health, people don't want to do it or, or want to talk about it unless, you know, in, 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 in closed circles because there's such a big stigma around it and they don't even know how, where, and where, where to begin with it. I'm looking at this, I'm like, because I went through my own thing and I'm looking at it, I'm like, you guys don't even realize it is because I worked, not worked on my mind, but it is because I importance my mind that I was able 
to blossom as an entrepreneur that I was able to go into all these different avenues, become a public speaker, organize festivals, run open mics, have a coaching business, do these podcasts, go to the gym, teach yoga. I don't know what's next for me. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to yeah. keep trying and exploring this world because I was able to importance my mind. I don't think any CEO out there that's running a Fortune 500 company has not worked, you know, is, not, is out there that hasn't worked with somebody to help them craft their mindset. Yeah. That's mental health, is it not? Well, why, why, why is that? Why do, why do they get paid so much money? Uh, a, a mind performance coach, uh, a mindset coach to work with CEOs, they get paid freaking a ridiculous amount of money because they understand the value of it. Yeah. But in our culture, it's frowned upon. You can't, I always say this. I'm like, you cannot be a top tier athlete without a coach. Yeah. What do you think the coach is doing with you? The coach is working with your mind more than anything else. Yeah. Even with yoga, I mean, Lululemon and, you know, Western culture has kind of diluted what yoga is, but yoga is designed to help you control your mind. Literally get a whole, you didn't have an owner's manual. Guess what? You're going to do your training through yoga if you do actual yoga. Literally all these things that we think about mental health were, we were taught to think. Yeah, we have to understand that. Nobody... Nobody was thinking that it was a bad thing, um, you know, uh, when you probably like a couple hundred years ago when you had counsel, yeah. when you had people to refer to, to talk to about making big life decisions, choices. Now it's like, well, you are less that you're damaged goods if you go and talk to somebody about your mind. And I know growing up, it was huge, but even now still, there is still that stigma and there's this confusion as to where to go and what to do. So yeah, it is a big thing when I think I, I looked at mental health and even mental wealth. And for me, I'm like, I could give a shit what I call it. Yeah. I, I stopped caring so long ago, med, mental wealth. Yeah. Like, it's not that I didn't take pride in what I was doing. I was just like, no, it's just the work for me. Yeah. You can call it whatever you want to call it. And we get caught up in these labels and these terms. And I think that uh, really does prevent us from moving forward with a different type of vibe. Whereas if you're looking at it where it's you realize that if you start to better your mental and emotional well-being, you are actually going to reach a higher quality of living yep. in all areas of your life from your relationships to your business, to your career, to your physical well-being, your financial well-being. If and and that's where it's like, man, do we want to do we want to save people? No. We want to empower people. Yeah. And that's what I it took, you know, through my journey of working into in in this in this game if you will. That's what I realized. I just I want to empower people cuz the 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 whole like narrative of oh man, we need more mental health this and that right now oh my god there's a big crisis if you fucking keep telling everybody there's a crisis guess what man you're not fucking <laughs> way to raise the morale yeah way to like way to way to encourage people to want to do this yeah. you're rather saying if you don't you're fucked <laughs> you yeah. know with that with that narrative yeah and people don't want to hear that people want to be inspired people want to be encouraged they want to be empowered we're not 
we don't want to be put in survival mode all the time thinking that, oh my God, if I don't work on my mind, then I'm I'm doomed. It's not black and white. It's a journey. You get to work on your mental well-being. Yeah. You get to do this so that you can become a version of you that is the embodiment of your authentic self, meaning that person you know you want to be, but sometimes aren't. You're on and off, maybe flickering here and there. Yeah. But to authentically be that person, a whole human, if you will, like a whole human, like you are the same person in any scenario, any environment. You're not rocked or swayed by politics, by something that negative comes your way. Uh, you deal with it. You understand stress is inevitable and you just evolve and you just flow with life. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And I think on the opposite side, like the positives I have seen out there is, you know, in our community, obviously, you know, it's frowned upon to be talking to somebody for help. But like in the media, celebrities, people that are, you know, those CEO levels, we've finally been able to see them actually talk about those kind of things that, you know, hey, I talked to a therapist or my therapist this or I said this to my therapist. So you're starting to hear athletes and all these singers and celebrities actually say that, hey, look, we're actually going to somebody and talking through things because of all the stuff that we're impacted by. We're a celebrity. We've got people constantly behind us. So if a person like that is going out for help, why is it that a normal person, obviously, they, it, you might not have the same stresses or stay, same problems as a celebrity and what they're going through, but everybody has problems and stresses and being able to go to somebody talking through it. And now that there's actually like on Joe Rogan, they promote uh, BetterHelp, another really good service that allows if you don't want to go into a office or a place to go see somebody, you can just go online. They have therapists, all these kind of things. So I think there's that point of some people trying to turn it around that make it okay. Hey, let's just talk about it. I go to a therapist. Why can't you, right? Whereas our community is still, hey, no, no, no. If you want something's wrong, keep it boiled in. Or if you need to talk to somebody, only talk to like your significant other and this and that. And I think even for them to have to take on your problems is just adding to their problems really, right? So sometimes you need to think outside the box and have somebody, like I remember in one of our old podcasts where I talked about like not, liking uh, or talking really about going to a therapist until I went and actually understood that, hey, they're just, they're not out there judging you. They're just listening to your problems and they're listening with a different ear set. It's not the people at home, nobody with a judgment. They're just listening to you and giving you feedback of this is what I think. And then you take that how you really want to take it, right? So I think there is a little bit of that flip of, we do think of mental health as a negative. But I think that positive side is slowly starting to kind of get in there. Some people are doing it like these kind of podcasts. I think this is why we want to do it too, is to just get this out there. And then you hear that feedback from people is, hey, it was awesome to hear you guys talk about this or that. And it kind of helped me through whatever. Yeah. So you mentioned like our people. So for people that don't know, yeah. it's Sunny, uh, Sunny and I. Uh, well, I'm, our I'm, people. I'm, I didn't I'm, mean I'm, it like that. No, no, I know. Yeah, no. But, I, but uh, first, like well, our backgrounds, our parents are from India. Yep. Right. So we're first generation. Yep. Um, uh, Indo Canadians, if you will, uh, Punjabi community. Yeah. And so, but I've worked with all minds. I work with the men, women, white, black, brown. I don't care yep. what color you are. I'll work with you. You got a mind? Let's kick it. But more specifically with uh, the brown community, all shades of brown, yep. uh, it is kind of, very frowned upon to talk about your mental well-being more so than in uh western culture so they're they're they are 
I, I would look at it like I would like I would say the way our relatives in India and out here, you know, the vast majority of them are people like Sunny puts yeah. it. Our people uh, are in the stage with mental health that we were as Canadians with it in like the 60s. Yeah. Like we're trying <laughs> They think they're going to want to give you a fucking lobotomy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're thinking yeah. like, just pull out a piece of the brain to yeah. kill you. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, let's electroshock this motherfucker. Said you just saw camp where they just literally, yeah, yeah they're just like yeah. doing the craziest experiments. Yeah. They'll come out of there with like electrocuted. And yeah. It'll, they're like, fuck it. They think that, you know, all the wires are just mixed up. They, whereas, yeah, there might be a wire too mixed up, but it's, it's curable. It's, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot easier and, than. And it's like, the thing is. Even even them, they think it's they think you're ill if you show yeah. anxiety or stress or you yeah. talk about something. And uh, our culture, the Punjabi culture, has its own collective mental illness. Yeah. Okay, take a look at the culture. I'm not proud of the general culture right now. Yeah. I'm not. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Yeah. What just because everybody lines up to go to Vasaki and they go to the festival and we're 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 taking pictures like look at us yeah. get back to the community. Oh, that's cool. But what are you doing three sixty five? Yeah. What are you doing when the cameras aren't on? Are you still putting on that same energy, that same feel-good vibe? Are you still putting on for everybody when nobody's looking? No, you're not. And I know this that the, uh, because our 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 morale is corrupted. We become competitive. Yeah. We become so competitive. Like our culture used to be so beautiful and uplifting, you know? And and I used to be so proud of it. But now I'm like, what the fuck happened? You, I went through that little bit of a like, what the fuck happened, you know? It's not, you, you develop a little bit of resentment. You're like, what the fuck happened to us? Then you get over that hump of resentment. You're like, what can we do? And this is what we can do. We can talk about it. And we can talk about, you know, getting back to, okay, well, if we're in the 60s, you know, where Canada was with their mental health in the Punjabi community, what can we do to advance that? Okay, as men, how about we talk to the men right now? Okay, so for the men, the guys that are our age, you're you're in your 30s. You're in your twenties, right? Even if you're in your forties and above, if you're if you're if you're in your early teens, it doesn't really matter. We have a job, okay? You want to say you're Punjabi, okay? First things first, uh, your seva doesn't start in the gurdwara; it starts outside the gurdwara. And you're not a king, okay? Just because your middle name is Singh, and that's point blank. You are not a king. Because you say you're a king. You're not a king because you have a castle, okay? You're not a king because you have a nice car from family wealth. You're not a king because you are able to wear all the nicest clothes. If you want to truly be a king, you earn a king and you never have to call yourself a king because you embody what a king is. And a king is someone who puts on for others, who uplifts those around them. If you are not uplifting your immediate family, friends, your community, you are not a king. You haven't earned it yet. You can become a king. So if Singh wants to be king, Singh's got to put in some work. And that means, that doesn't mean you just have to, you know, go to the Gurdwara. If, if, if you are dedicated, like some people I know who just, and they go to the Gurdwara and they, and they do their langar and they do it religiously, good job. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for keeping this our culture alive yeah if you are 
uh, a man and you are Punjabi and you don't work in the Gurdwara, maybe you run a different organization. There's many nonprofits out there that you could get involved in. It doesn't even have to be a fucking nonprofit. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're just somebody who is a good person. And you are a good person and every interaction that you have, you try to leave people uplifted or at least you just don't try to take something away from them. Yeah. Energetically speaking, meaning that you're not there to just put them down. You're there to uplift them. You care about their well-being. That That's a good way. Uh, uh, that's a good uh, path for you to become a king. So if we want to talk about mental health, especially for the guys, uh, we have to first address the fact that the vast majority of brown men live like cartoon characters they put on personas like they're wwe wrestlers right and it's like (laughs) it's like guys okay i get it we all maybe have gone through periods in our life where we wanted to be this type of persona you know we were inspired sing is king fucking tigers right fucking smack the legs (laughs) and fucking get to work and you know very very proud of who we are that's good but guys we gotta earn it every day it's not like it's not like you get born into this you're not fucking simba yeah hey you're not just gonna get this crown and just just because and 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 the crown is just symbolic it's not materialistic it is it is an energy that you carry it's 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 the spirit that you embody of giving of of actual seva you know if you want to be punjabi guys help our culture you know put on for your friends you know, I, I've, I've seen, I've been inspired by even some of the younger uh, Punjabi guys who've come up to me that I was like, I didn't know you were listening to me on the yeah. podcast, I guess, in the <laughs> beginning, but fuck, did they inspire me? Cause I'm like, you guys are, there's some young guys out there that really inspired me. I'm like, you guys, you guys, you guys light me up. You guys make me proud to be Punjabi. You guys make me proud to even want to talk more about it so that maybe we can, maybe there's more out there. Maybe, the, maybe and maybe I've just seen so much negativity from it um that i maybe have got my blinders on and i'm not aware of that so i you know i i i'm i'm also on one hand uh you know maybe when that one message was a little abrupt like you got to earn that shit that's true but also i'm on the other hand i'm i'm excited and eager to connect with other brown good-hearted punjabi men yeah who would rather uh, who who see the broader picture uh, of this isn't, they're not the main character in this story. We are all characters together in this story and we can, with our time on this earth, repair and, and, and replenish the spirit of our people through the actions um, that we take. And something I've learned, so doing the non-profits aka no profit with mental wealth or putting on all those mental health uh groups and initiatives it was like i felt like this is what i needed to do so in order to put on and you know when i get when i got burnt out and and then i got back to it i realized man i never really even needed to do this initiative if i just remained to be vic yeah. And just was like a nice person and genuinely wanted to do no harm to others and just try to uplift their spirits with some, a little bit of humor, uh, uh, believing in them. Uh, fuck, I've done my part. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be, you don't have to put on and it doesn't have to be something that's like, 
a mental health initiative. You don't have to go and donate your time to a charity or a cause. You can just literally donate your good vibes on a daily basis and you will be doing an equal, you will be doing the same thing that I'm doing with or without having to run an initiative. Yeah. And I think these young guys like that come up to you, like there's so many of them that are looking for a path. You know, they're looking, they're looking to find somebody they can look up to. So they come up and, you know, they're, they're lost some people, right? Or they're listening to say a sports podcast and on the other side, they're listening to Joe Rogan, but there's not a podcast that's like, Hey, you know, they're like, these are paths you can take and these are the initiatives you can take to get there. It's more, there's so much stuff that they're looking at, but it's not really stuff to kind of work on themselves. It's yeah. just something you're putting in your ear and it kind of goes out the other and you might use some of yeah. the terms that came out of those things. But I think these people are coming up to you for a reason. They're looking for their path. Yeah. So they're just, you know, focused on like, well, okay, finally I found something that maybe I could listen to this person or listen to these people and maybe it'll help me with some of the things I want to do in life. And just some of those things, you add those into your life and they can help you subtract the negatives and add the good things and just kind of make your life kind of get a little bit better. How we said that Christmas tree thing that you brought up, you know, sometimes you need to take some of the things off. You need to subtract some of the things that you keep putting on just to be able to see the things that you already have. Yeah. Because we can't sometimes see what we have. Sometimes we think that we're in such a shitty position, but like we could have a good position, a good family, all this stuff that's just sitting there waiting. But it's we sometimes are looking only at the negative stuff and we need people like you or somebody that actually has that experience and actually knows how to verbally put it out there. So you talk about the different paths. Okay, so for the Punjabi boys, brown men, you don't have to be Punjabi. You can be Muslim. You can be Hindu. It doesn't matter. All brown men, we're all the same. Don't worry about it. Stop this fucking... We all come from the same... We all started from the same spot. Same spot, man, okay? (laughs) So don't fucking worry about what flag you represent. You represent the human race, all right? Uh, so all you, you talk about the different paths. Okay. I've been down all the paths. Okay. Let's talk about the one that, uh, seems to, to fuck up the most of our youth. Okay. So the drug trade. All right. I went down that path. I'll tell you what uh, is down that path. It is misery. It is heartache for you, your family. There is murder. There is crime. There is heightened states of, uh, arousal that are, are detrimental to your mental and emotional well-being that you won't see the effects of years down the road there is there are there's ptsd there is sadness there's hollowness there is fake friends fake emotions and when you get down to it you won't realize that you did all this to yourself in in for the sake of an illusion uh, of of wanting to become a boss of wanting to become a gangster again wanting to become a character for me i did it because of a brotherhood i was a little bit different i did it because i loved my brother so much but you can get caught in that game so many different ways and whatever way you got caught up in the game it all ends up the same way sure you'll make it to the top all right whatever the top looks like to you and then when you're at the top what are you going to do now you have to maintain it all right what kind of life is that to live for the rest of your life and you're not just affecting you, you're affecting your family, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. You are affecting them. It all affects everyone. It all affects us. So that's what's down that path. All right. 
Then there's uh, another path, all right, where I used to smoke a shit ton of weed. Down that path, I'm telling you, without anything on the other end of that, it's just going to lead you into a dark void. Uh, unless you're a Rastafarian on a beach. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. It gets cold out here and we're fucking blazing in the yeah. winter. Where where are you going to go? What are you going to do? It, it, this is just your uh, your distraction of choice because you are, like you said, you're searching for a path to go down. Uh, and now I've been down different paths as an entrepreneur. Like I said, I was able to start uh, a coaching practice, a very successful coaching practice for seven years, doing life coaching, business coaching. Uh, I've been, uh, I ran festivals for hundreds of people. I've done open mics. I've gone down so many different roads. I promise you it's greener over here. People are like, grass is greener on the side that you water it. No, fuck man. It's greener over here. Yeah. All I had to do to water it was pay some attention to it over here. So, and I think for that one, like, the, I think it's just drugs in general right now. There's just so many out there and people, you know, in our community, you know, we can have addictive personalities to the things that we kind of see around us in our music. I think is, I think our music, the Punjabi music right now is a little off too. We have a lot of, they're showing in the music, the competition between one another instead of like a brotherhood, you know that, hey, we should be making music together, feature each other and do all these kind of things. So it's already at the top of what we think our Punjabi culture is. It's just a trickle-down effect Man, of that, that weird shit. shit. Punjabi hip-hop is just fucking 90s hip-hop. Yeah. They're just catching up. Yeah. That's they're all still it catching is. up, yeah. It's all it is. And now they're just going through the fucking Tupac Biggie phase right now. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> That's cool. But if you've seen it and you understand it, guys, yeah. like, fucking get over yourself. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't understand how it's... Pers like. It's, it's hypnotizing you to want to live a character. You get a like an emotional rush, okay? You get an emotional rush listening to whether it's gangster rap. Yeah. Trust me, I love some good gangster rap. Same here. But I, but <laughs> I in, in, in moderation. Yeah. But I realized what it does to you on a subconscious level. And you get like an emotional charge from it. So... It then starts to alter your behavior, whether you know it or not. And a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of young guys' life lessons comes from the music, for good or worse. No. Right? Like, we get great, good music will reach the soul. And sometimes you get music that helps you go through a difficult period in your life or a difficult moment, inspires you, touches your you just invoke some emotions that otherwise lay dormant had you not have heard that song. Then you have some music that is triggering this almost animal instinct inside of you, which we all have to, you know, be loud, be proud. And what I'm saying is if all you're doing is just listening to that shit and you're not actually channeling that aggression in a healthy manner, you're going to turn into a fucking dumb fucking gorilla. Yeah. You're just going to yeah. run around beating your chest, trying to show off, trying to trying to trying to flash and be as loud as you can uh because you you were you don't realize that your environment and your music as a part of your environment has created this character for you to play in the movie that is your life. Now, what I'm saying is you don't have to be characters, guys. You can be, you can be you. And here's the thing. 
becoming you is a forever project. So sometimes the uncertainty is what deters people from following in their own beliefs, their dreams, their crafts, their hobbies, their interests. And when they don't know, it's easier to go with the crowd because the crowd seems to have a strong sense of knowing as to what to do, how to behave, how to act. Whereas over here, your own craft, things that are yet to be explored, there's uncertainty. So there's a little bit of worry, a little bit of fear. So that's why it does take courage to become you. And that's why it's, you know, even with our communities, that's why you see a lot of gang mentality. And you don't even have to be in a gang. You just, it's like fucking, I got fucking homies that they can't, they can't go out in public without other homies with yeah. them. <laughs> they can't, they can't go anywhere without their, without their brothers, without anybody by their side. And guys, you got to know that you can do both. We have the yeah. capacity to do both and you need to do both. As a man, you need to be able to stand on your own two feet with or without your brothers. And then having that brotherhood is like the cherry on top in this life that's what gives you that's the kind of special sauce that's that that's that that's that bonus right but yeah. i think that's that's kind of like a, a uh, that's the way i look at it too and the way i see it and, and i hope you know some the more and more we talk about this especially with the with the younger guys uh they're inspired to want to represent uh, our community in all different uh, all different arenas, from athletes to teachers, you know, fuck guys, we don't need any more influencers, okay? Yeah. Right? <laughs> we need fucking scientists. We need uh, meditation teachers. We need uh, astrophysicists. We need. Come on now, let's up yeah. these numbers. We need poets. Yeah. We need. We need uh, musicians. We need people who speak from their soul, who are unique, people who inspire each other to be unique, not people who are trying to make mini clones of themselves, little mini-me's selling their brand, their product, their service. Be you, right? And that's and that's what we need more of so we can we can really redirect where our culture is going. And not lose faith and hope. Like I can think maybe I have in the past. I'm not going to lie. I've lost hope. Um, and all our culture, I've kind of shied away from wanting to represent it. It's just, yeah, I've d- done it quietly. Um, people, a lot of my values come from going to the Gordwara when I was young. For, I went to a boarding school in India. I, I remember every day, twice a day, I was going to the Gordwara. Yeah. Like you can't tell me, man, I'm, I'm very Punjabi. Like, just because I don't have, just because I'm not flossing it, yeah. broadcasting it, doesn't mean I'm not Punjabi. I'm Punjabi because of the things that I do. It's the my seva. Yeah. That's me being Punjabi, you know, not telling everybody I'm Punjabi and and watching fucking all the Bollywood flicks and <laughs> and eating all the samosa and like, oh, I'm Punjabi? No, man. <laughs> it's what you do. It's how you serve humanity. That's what makes you Punjabi in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's just like there's so many different things to being a Punjabi and, you know, we don't have to showcase everything that we do to be a Punjabi. It's just in the background. What can you do 
to just better your own community and your own community can obviously be at so many different races and religions and all that but it's just bettering yourself is i think the number one priority if you can make yourself better your mind better clear paths you know where you're trying to get to then you can involve yourself into helping others i think sometimes we're we just put too much on our plate and we're trying to help ourselves we're trying to help the people next to us friends and family and we're also trying to help our communities and it can be a lot so i think the number one thing is always that's kind of the main thing we preached from the first episode is you have to better yourself first and that's where the seva starts you know seva to yourself make yourself better get yourself right once that's you know not done because it's always a work in progress you can never be a hundred percent you can get as close as you want but there's always thing you can always things you can work on and i think from that then you can look around and be like hey look at what i've done to myself how can i help the people around me and that's i think something that's really missing our community is that if we can't help ourselves we can't help others and that's where the competition and all these other things kick in because we're so indulged in ourselves that we're like we have to get ahead that we're like fuck everybody else they should be a tiny bit behind even some of our friends will be like i wish that guy doesn't get a promotion or he doesn't buy a house or this guy's business doesn't take off they kind of want the person next to them one step below where it's okay if the person next to you goes past you as long as you know there's recognition that you guys are still like connected there's no like change of an attitude or a mindset and all that so i think it's we definitely just need to get better ourselves. And then obviously that's just going to lead to the path of bettering other people. And that's kind of one of our main things that like I live for myself, especially like I've seen it around, you know, I've been around a big family just now kind of seeing how busy people get and how disconnected people are from one another. And now trying to reconnect and the passion you see of people reconnecting and what's back there, how you said, you know, if you're in a grocery store and you look at somebody's eyes and you'll see like the despair or whatever it is of what's kind of going on. But there's the opposite side of if you reach out to some people and reach out to the people near you or that you loved or that you kind of lost touch with, you'll feel a connection again, that same connection. And like it kind of, uh, it brightens your day, brightens their day, just kind of uplifts you. And I think that's the kind of little things that like I like to push out there is that, Just get yourself better as much as you can, but also while you're working on yourself, try to help the people around you because everybody's trying to work on themselves and you don't know whose day you might make just by saying little things, doing little things, giving your tidbits of what you're doing with your life. Like think of the things you said on this podcast and somebody's reached out and said, you know, that's awesome to hear it. It just takes those little things that somebody might hear and to them, it makes them happy. Yeah. And, And it's like, it becomes a part of your personality. So you don't have to think about doing it. Whereas like, some of the seva I was talking about when I was talking about the Nugger Keith, and I'm like, you're putting on a show. It's a show, yeah. It's a show. It's like it's theatrics, right? Yeah. So you don't when you when it just becomes a part of your who you are, that's how you know you become a good person. Yeah. Right. This should be called the fucking good person podcast. Yeah. Right. Let's <laughs> yeah. just make this the better people podcast. <laughs> we'll just try to find yeah. and try to empower people to become better people, good people. Uh, what happened? You know. Okay. I remember when we were young, it was fucking heroes over villains. Yeah. Okay. Everybody was always inspired by the heroes, right? Nobody wanted to get down with the villains. Nope. And then I remember there was like WWE, when WWE, they literally called it Attitude, right? The video game. Generation yeah. Attitude. Yeah. yeah. And then so then, it, then the bad guy became good. Yeah. 
and then and then in the music it started to shift gangster and then the bad guy became good you know in the 80s and the 70s and 60s don't tell me because i am of an older generation than the than the than the tiktokers that i'm just hating on the younger music i grew up appreciating music that was two generations yeah. before me three generations yeah. before me four generations before me i listened to fucking I listen to all that old, old school shit. I'm talking Mozart, dog. I'm yeah. talking like, I'm talking way, way back. I appreciate music. Yeah. And no, now, no, I don't. And uh, very, like maybe 10% of the mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Mainstream, yeah. maybe 10%. Oh, it's yeah. got a catchy little beat, but where's the fucking lyrical content? Yeah. Because it's all like, it's all self-obsessed. It's all me, me, me. I'm going to put on for me. And, and it's all the women that I'm the baddest bitch. Yeah. No, I'm the baddest dude. I'm yeah. Bad motherfucker. That's all it is. Y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah, we get it. Y'all so naughty. Y'all so bad, right? <laughs> fucking, the fucking baddest motherfuckers around. And so we went from being heroes, everybody uh, looking up to heroes to everybody looking up to villains. And now we're kind of like in this, I think we're going towards a hybrid space because we, yeah, it's like fashion trends, right? Yeah. Like the shit comes and goes now. And people are like, yeah, man, we're tired of fucking villains like oh you 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 oh, you 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 all the time how yeah. much uh, what about you you it's like fucking people always talking about themselves their journey my journey it's all and about me 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 yeah. i don't give a fuck man it's yeah. all we and it's the like, villains themselves like the villains have a story too people don't look at that side of it too yeah. you know a villain became a villain for a reason yeah. like there's something that happened in their life that led them to that path yeah. to become a villain that could have led them to be a hero, and it goes the you know the same way for the other side. A hero can always turn into a villain. Yeah, it doesn't take. It's actually a fine line. Yeah, it's a yeah. fine line of being a hero and a villain because yeah. you think you could be a hero to one side or one particular thing, but to the opposite side, you could be a villain. Yeah. So there's always a fine line between those, and they both have you know could have the same past and turned out just uh, the hero or the villain. So I think that villain side people forget that they also had a path to get yeah. there, like that new Joker movie. That showed like he only became a villain for a reason. It was the economics and the things around him, uh, his environments yeah, yeah. that made him into that uh, person. Yeah. So getting back to our gangster homies, <laughs> like literally, you all became villains because of the environment. You, didn't, even where, you yeah. didn't grow up wanting to become villains, okay? Yeah. All right. So like everybody wanted to the kid, do you want to be like I have a two year old daughter. She wants to be Spider Man. Yeah. Or a Spider Woman. Like that's she wants to be, you know, one of those characters. <laughs> But once she gets older, she could be like, you know what? I want to be Venom, yeah. which is Venom isn't like always a bad guy. It's just his environment. He's put in these situations. Kind of, a bit of an edge to you. Yeah, yeah okay. a little bit of edge and all it's these okay. things. It's okay. It's okay to be a badass good guy. <laughs> yeah. You can be a badass good guy. You can have an edge. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about like villainous where you're self-absorbed. Yeah. Like self-absorbed, like how you were talking about. Yeah. It's just like you're, it's all about me. And the me, me, me culture, it's me time. It's like, look what I can do. Look at my accolades. Look at my yeah. performance. Look at me, guys. It's fucking even social media is like fucking show and tell when we were kids. It's like, oh, look what I can do. Look yeah. what I can do. Look what I can do now. Yeah. Look what oh, I'm, I'm doing it better than you. I'm doing it better than this person. It's like, slow the fuck down. Man. <laughs> uh, it's take a look around you. It's not about you. It's a we thing. It's always been a we thing. Yeah. And this we thing is like, when you start to see it, that we are all interconnected and our happiness especially when you're living in a community if you're not i mean you're not unless you're a fucking buddhist monk living in the top of a mountain or you're living in the forest by yourself face it face it you're a part of a community yeah whether you want to be or not you're in a community so being a part of community means that it isn't your story it is our story it isn't just your block it's our block 
And it's not just your country. It's our country. It's not your world. It's our world. All minds, one heartbeat. And when you start to resonate with that type of a philosophy, that type of uh, understanding and knowing, I really do feel like all that goodness is that's already inside of you is going to start to come out. Because I know so many younger homies that are, you know, if you want to get into the, even some of my buddies that are my age who never got involved in that shit, I look at them and I'm like, some of y'all maybe admire the villains, but you ain't never did no dirt, man. Yeah. You ain't never, you were never involved in that to the extent where you could say, I understand that this was a false path. This was just here to teach me that this isn't the way. I'm just here to learn from it, but this isn't to be glorified. And th- those who do, you, you ain't never fucking done any kind of real dirt in your life, man. Yeah. You never, you never, you maybe you fucking knew a guy who was a, who was a drug dealer or maybe you sold a little dope. Okay, that's good. That's nice. I'm I'm talking about above and beyond all of that. And then, so then I think, well, what is the allure? What is the draw to even want to become a, a villain like that and fucking be yeah. bad? Because within us, there is a warrior, men. Okay? Young men, young boys, there is a part of you that is a warrior. It will never go away. And when it doesn't get fed, meaning you don't, uh, you don't involve yourself in activities that bring out the warrior, guess what's going to happen? It is going to turn into some kind of a, uh, it's going to turn into a villain. You're going to get, you're going to get the polar opposite of what it is your heart is truly looking to become. You're going to get this villainous character come out of you. It's because you never really were accessing and channeling that inner warrior. Ways to do that. One of the biggest things is just fucking exercise. Okay. Literally just exercise. Yeah. Exercise. Get involved in some sports. Get involved in some activities that bring out that beast in you. Go beast mode. I'm fucking beast mode in the gym. Ask Sonny. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not going to be able to fucking move tomorrow. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. So go be beast mode. But fucking be a gentleman about it like use your use your common sense you don't you're not gonna go be beast mode in the fucking mall because somebody looked at you funny and try to shank them (laughs) you're not gonna fucking uh just because somebody fucking looked at you funny you're gonna just try to fucking karate chop their head off or pull out your fucking gun like like be easy now yeah like let's 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 not revert back to apes where there we've been evolving and so you can evolve too and you can realize that holy fuck maybe a part of this uh a lot of this untapped unchanneled aggression could be channeled and could actually lead towards a very very fulfilling life yeah that's true yeah so yeah Fucking, I think that's a good note too. That's a good note. Yeah. Fuck it. Go up. exercise. Go exercise. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How many demons and how many little things you can get out of your body. Yeah. All those things that you feel like crushing and you know how you're saying like seeing a, somebody and you get upset and you do something aggressive that you wouldn't have normally done. I think the gym is a place where you can let everything out. Any yeah. aggressions, any pains, whatever it is, you go to a gym and you grab those heavy weights and you feel them and the moment you throw those weights down, it feels like... A, Something's just out of your body. It's gone with the weights. You're like, yo, I've done that one. I'm go- done. And the moment you walk out of a gym and you had that good workout like today, like you feel like literally a- weights are lifted off you. Yeah. Yeah. The true villains are just really weak men. Yeah. Oh, straight yeah. up. They're just weak men. Yeah. They never, they never been tested. 
they never they never had their life on the line they never really got put into scenarios that tested every caliber of their being so they became villains yeah oh fucking fuck it man let's just then we fuck it fuck it then this is the the good people podcast and weak man lead to uh weak man lead to hard times man like (laughs) yeah (laughs) fucking weak ass man fuck it though (laughs) i'm optimistic aren't you yeah all right broadcast the podcast to all the good people out there raise the morale raise the spirits we got this we're just gonna turn the tide a little bit 100 percent all right all right guys peace out everyone peace